Dealing with overwhelm by slicing the cabbage. Welcome aboard Sprout One, I'm your host Dave Aljo, Chief Sprout Spreader. Buckle up and enjoy this short journey into our inner world where we meld metaphor, meaning and the mind to achieve the greatest alchemy of them all, magnificent mind management. It's episode 9, where to start moving past overwhelm. As we lift off the pad and before we get into the episode, don't forget, if you find that the demands of life and the meaning of it all is leading you to sleepless nights, tossing and turning with deep and not so deep questions rattling around your head, then hop on over to SproutSweater.com to sign up for the sleep checklist and my soon-to-be-released free Operation Snooze Sleep Improvement Program. Start getting your head back, your shit together, so that you can enjoy life and get it back on your terms. SproutSweater.com Have you ever been in overwhelm? You know, when that stage where your head is just so, it's spinning so much, there's a sense of panic or freeze or just focus is gone. It's a word that is meaningless to you in that that moment. You might be staring at something for minutes and minutes and then realise that you've taken nothing in or you've literally frozen. You can't think, you can't string a sentence together or make a decision. Now, if you've ever been there, you'll know that it's an awful feeling. It's an awful experience and not very helpful, not very productive. So as well as managing overwhelm in those moments, what we need to do is work on how do we move beyond that, especially if we find ourselves not just in momentary overwhelm, but in periods where we're feeling like, whether it's days or weeks, where we're feeling like life is just pushing us to that edge or we're in that edge of overwhelm all of the time or seemingly all of the time. Now, how do we manage it? Well, Sometimes we need support, you know, whether it's a colleague, a manager, a close friend, a loved one, a coach, uh, a counsellor or a therapist. That can really help us to get ourselves organised, to get what's in our head out and allow it to become organised so we can prioritise and clear, get some coping strategies and all of those practical things. But what if we're simply procrastinating on something, something big, or we've been put on the spot by our boss to lay out how we'll approach something and we find that our mind goes blank? Again, because we're just tipping into that edge of overwhelm. Well, there there are the practical things to manage our physiological state in the moment. And I often talk about these in my workshops. It's just step away, remove yourself from the heat for a moment to give yourself some clearance, to allow your emotional temperature, if you like, to drop and your rational brain brain to re-engage. You can use your breathing and breathing techniques include what I call a rescue breath, which is breathe in for two, hold your breath for two, breathe out for four nice and steady and slow. Those are momentary tactics or in the moment tactics that we can use to manage our state, to bring ourselves back down and regain that rational sense. But the challenge is that sometimes we do that and then we go back to the thing that has tipped us into overwhelm and we're back in overwhelm. Or we go back to it, maybe with a little more composure, but we find we still can't pull it together. We can't get that handle on it or that focus. We just don't know where to start. And I think that's one of the challenges. So what do we do? We end up either going back into overwhelm and finding ourselves perpetually on that cycle and or we end up procrastinating and putting it off, putting it off and off or kind of just cobbling it together and doing less than a quality job. So this is what I want to tackle today is how do we do that? Well, there's a combination here of chunking the cabbage down and focusing on one slice at a time. 
Now, if you listen to the previous episodes, uh, particularly episode seven, where I talked about you know the crackerjack analogy of carrying all these cabbages around, the cabbages are the demands and challenges of life. Some of them are things we take on, like I want to train and run a marathon. That's a cabbage. It's something that we've chosen to do. We need to slice it down into a training program and sweat the sprouts, which is just the one step in front of another. But many of them are things that we perhaps wouldn't choose to take on or we've found ourselves in a position where we have to deal with it because of circumstance, uh, whether, you know, our own personal circumstance or professional circumstance. And those cabbages are what can really lead, those demands can really lead to us feeling overwhelmed. I want to share an example with you. A client of mine came to me after experiencing what most of us would describe as that psychological and emotional burnout, that th- that phase where they'd reached a crescendo of anxiety, that, that point where they'd been just building and building, the demands had been building in their life and work, they'd been taking on more and find themselves slowly crushed and, and continuing to work, continuing to plough and battle through as that was one of the key coping strategies. And Isn't that the case for many of us? But what they did was they got to that point and it obviously all came crashing down as can often happen when we reach that burnout. Now, this client had, after a conversation, had approached uh, and and received some therapeutic support, some innovation, some cognitive behavioural therapy, which is a really powerful therapy, therapeutic approach, because that can tackle some of the underlying issues that may may have led to that initial crescendo of anxiety. And what we started to do, once that was well underway and and the, they were in a better place to then start to think practically about what they could deal with, we started to look at practical things about how can you move forward. And one of the things that they wanted to do was discuss, how do I get myself back to work? This client was a personal trainer who was working at a gym, classed as self-employed, but had responsibilities towards the gym in meeting the needs of some of their clients, had built up their own client list and both had to satisfy the expectations of the gym, but also the demands of their clients, for whom the, my client cared a lot about. So when their manager at the at the uh, the gym in question had asked them to lay out, you know, we're re- you're returning to work because there was a period of sickness absence, you return to work, what would be your ideal week? Well, how would you like to lay out the week that you work? I know you're a hard worker, how would you like to lay this out so that we can make this more manageable for yourself going forward? Now, I don't know about you, but... That manager sounds like a great manager for starters, a caring, supportive manager. Having said that, because of the place that the client, my client was in, they were they found that question overwhelming. I don't know what my week is. Where do I start? I've got so many things I need to fit into that week. I've got outside activities. I've got other commitments and I've got my clients who I care a lot about. So that was the challenge they came to because they were overwhelmed by that one so seemingly simple question, how do you lay out your ideal week? And this is where, if we identify that, that question as the cabbage, we then started to slice it down. And my question to the, my client, which is a question that you can often ask yourself, and I think it's a useful place to start, is, okay, so this is a smelly cabbage. This is a cabbage that's really rotten and we, we are maybe procrastinating and we don't want to confront it, but we need to. Otherwise, it will continue to rot the rest of the pile of cabbages, the other demands in life. So where do we start? Let's slice it down. Let's break this down and pick the smelliest part of the cabbage, the most rotten bit. So how we did this was we'd say, okay, so let's say take your typical week, Monday to Friday, just, just to keep things simple. What is the worst day? What is the most challenging day for you? So we picked that that worst slice, that worst cabbage, and we sliced it down into day size slices, if you like. And you could do this in, in different formats with any challenge, but 
as an example, this is what we did. And we talked about, okay, so that's your worst day. That's your most challenging day. Let's put the rest of the week aside and let's look at that. What makes it challenging? And we go there, we confront the worry and the challenge because that's often what we shy away from. What makes it challenging? Well, it's because what I've found myself doing is I'm running four back-to-back sessions. Then I'm getting grabbing a quick toilet break, uh, jumping in my car, going home and running a Zoom session for a client who is shielding because we're, I'm recording this. At, now we're coming out of the COVID times, um, but they're continuing to shield. And uh, I just feel like by the end of the day, I am totally wiped out because of all of the cramming in of stuff. I'm giving everything to the clients, but I've got nothing for myself at the end. And then I've got to practice for my other sessions. I've got to do my own training. So it was a day from hell in their words, albeit they were doing things that they actually enjoyed. So this is where we said, okay, so that's the worst. So if we were to make that better, what would you it look like? What would work for you as a more manageable and sustainable approach to that. So then we started to tease that cabbage out into sprout-sized chunks. Okay, so the decision came out, well, I could probably run two back-to-back sessions um, and then I'll take a 15-minute break. So we're already taking that slice and breaking it down into smaller chunks. And that's the power of this because once we do that, we can start to see that it becomes more manageable. Yes, we then have to decide how do we make that happen? What conversations do we need to have? Who do we need to connect with and communicate with? All of those things. But here's the thing that I think many of us forget to do when we start to get a grip of those slices and those things is we might agree right that's what I'll do and then go off and we might even repeat that for the other days of the week and and map it out which is the idea but have we set this in stone have we formed a policy for ourselves and by that I mean something you can make a decision against in the future when the challenges or the requests come in could you just fit something in or your own temptation to be driving yourself hard gets to gets you thinking I could just fit another one in so we need to not just make a decision about the ideal week we need to turn that into a policy. We need something against which we will make our decisions in the future. Because we got into this position because of circumstance, perhaps having no decision-making criteria against which to work and being driven by our own drives, our own desires, or allowing ourselves to be pressured by external influences like, like you know, a manager or client need. What we need to do is have a policy against which we weigh that decision. No more than two back-to-back clients. I will take a 15-minute break And then I will allow that space enough travel time if I was to do a home Zoom. And my question to you is, if you take the smelliest cabbage, the thing that is creating overwhelm, and I'm sure there may be more than one thing, but what's the smelliest? What's the most challenging? It can be scary to confront that. It can be scary to turn and look it in the face. Not the cabbages have faces, but that demand is often the thing that is psychologically overweighted because of the fear around it, your perception that it's too difficult and too hard to manage and I can't cope with it. But identify that cabbage. And if a cabbage is, if that's something, a demand or a, a, a problem that you know you're procrastinating on, that you know is prone to tip you into overwhelm, is springing to mind now, grab a pen and jot it down. Write it down and look at that. And then think about how do I slice this down? Because if it's too big as a cabbage, we need to start somewhere. And the challenge is not to do it all. So the example in there was, what does your week look like? That was too big. Right, okay, so pick the worst bit. What's the hardest day? Okay, why is that hard and how could you make it easier? Same for any other problem. It could be a workload issue, a project. It could be a financial issue or a relationship issue. It's about picking where we start. And speaking of starting, if the whole idea of picking the smelliest cabbage is overwhelming in itself and it's something that... Perhaps your skills at confronting and slicing and dicing and chunking 
are not quite there, they're not quite honed, then remember that this is a skill in itself and it will take practice. So don't necessarily dive into that smelliest cabbage of them all. Pick something small. Pick something that you can have a small win on. So it might be something that is not as big or as problematic, but you can still apply the same approach. Identify it. Label it. Identify what makes it so challenging and troubling, and then look at how you can turn that around and make it less of a problem. Identify some key actions and then turn that, if you can, into a policy so that if and when this situation or similar situations arise, you have something against which you can decide. And sometimes we just need a bit of support. We need a conversation with a loved one or a colleague or a friend to help us talk through this or to just be there as we manage that sense of anxiety. So don't be afraid to ask for help and support, even if it is just a conversation or if it's something particularly intense, it may need therapy. It may need approaching your GP to access some of the the great therapeutic support that can be there to help you with those bigger issues. So as you prepare Sprout One for landing and you prepare yourself to return to the human race, remember, overwhelmed may well be one smelly cabbage away, but if we grab that cabbage, slice it down, chunk it into Sprout Size Actions and form policies for future challenges, you will be well on your way to getting your head back from stress you have to start to get your shit together and life back on your terms. Happy sprout sweating. I hope you've enjoyed your flight aboard Sprout One. For show notes and information on how to get the podcast feed direct to your Apple Podcasts, Spotify or other favourite podcast feed, visit SproutSweater.com. And 